I have caught I caught a raccoon when I was pregnant with Ford. Do you remember that? I you do came home that. and you're like, "What is this?" <laughs> I do remember that. Oh, we get a cat. <laughs> like, whoa, it's the meanest cat I've ever seen. <laughs> Welcome to the Banter and Bliss podcast, <laughs> um, where we try to take marriage seriously, but not too much. Why can we never get this much. intro right? I don't know. I don't know. It, I, sometimes it just feels weird when I when I say it. Welcome to the Banter and Bliss. Wait, sorry. <laughs> Welcome to Banter and Bliss, oh the gosh. podcast <laughs> where we try to take marriage seriously, but not too much. I'm Scott. And I'm Sarah. And we are the suitors, and we are married. Yes, we are. We, Each, got that, we got that part right. We did. We crushed it. <laughs> First try. Each podcast, we try to talk about what we're doing to put our spouse's needs before our own while having fun. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Spotify channel, the Apple Music podcast channel, and all other channels, Instagram channels. Yes. If that's the right word. Um, fantastic. Well, as we mentioned last week, we're doing things a little bit differently. We're gonna we're gonna move quickly. We want to keep you guys, you know, engaged and entertained. Um, so we decided that from now on, we're gonna jump right into the banter section of the podcast. Here we go. You know, mix it up, chop it up, as they say. So this week, our topic is facial hair. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> yeah, right. Not Sarah's facial hair. That's no, you know private. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have we don't talk hair. about that. That's unmentionable. <laughs> what are you even talking about? No, she doesn't have that much more facial. She doesn't have any facial hair. I'm dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, so what's the deal with my facial hair? I know. Okay, so Scott will just go on these random... I'm just going to grow a beard. Which is, you know, a great idea if you can actually grow a beard. Yeah, it's a great idea for people that that have that ability. But Scott, for those who are watching on the video, just just turn and face that way for a second. There's like there's like a gap right here. So no matter what, there's a good, you know, inch or so between Scott's sideburns and his beard. And they just don't connect. So when he grows out his beard, it's like hair, gap, and then beard. Yeah, what was that? What was that like? Magnet and like zinc little like toys that kids oh, have, yeah, like yeah. I don't furry know. Freddy or whatever. I basically look like like a somebody clip arted a beard onto my face and didn't edit it the right way <laughs> when I try to grow facial hair. So and then every so often he'll shave everything but his mustache? Question mark. I, yeah, question mark. Yeah. I'll walk in, I'll be like... An emphatic question mark. <laughs> what? It almost just, it looks like... I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't look like a mustache. He's like, I think I'm going to leave it. There's, there's, some, like, there's oh. some shadowing going on. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh. I like to think that I don't typically do that very often. And if I do it, it doesn't last very long. Yeah. Usually I get two or three catches, like like... <laughs> Glimpses in the mirror, um, and I realize how absurd it looks. <laughs> Here's the deal, though. I waited my whole life 
to become an adult. <laughs> really? I waited all my childhood to become an adult. And then, you know, Got God screwed put, over put in all the my like, pubescent hair on, you know, like my chest and legs. And I can't grow facial hair. So now... I love when he's cleanly shaven because he's got a good, you got a good job. My brother and my dad can, my dad passed away, but my brother and my dad, when he was still alive, could grow really handsome beards. Jay, my brother, grows a really handsome beard, a really handsome mustache. I got the, the short end of the gene pool there. So <laughs> here's the real deal. Department. You, you got, you got a good build. You got a good face. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't even. Yeah. Just, listen, I'm glad <laughs> that you can't grow a beard because I like to be able to see your face. Yeah, right. So so <laughs> the banter part of this is that um, if I go about four or five days, which to the average man is about one day, if I go about four or five days, Sarah um, usually starts making comments about, hey, what's up with the facial hair? What's up with the beard? What's up with the no shaves? Um, I learned also to make sure we have our family photos for the Christmas card taken before we're too far into November because it's no shave November and uh, yeah, here's the deal with that though, and this is the thing that only you time be I very waited until it was about. like the late teens, early twenties, and it was looking a little. You rough. need to be very careful there though, because there's a there's a specific reason why I do the Movember or the no shave November, and it's a little more intense than you know people may realize. But I've lost not one but two men that I love and respect. To cancer. Yes. And the No Shave November thing is all about, I believe, men's health. and men's I have no idea. Awareness. I just thought it was so, like a silly thing. No. So. so so that's one of the reasons why, I, you know, why I've done it a couple times. Um, which men, I would recommend, you know, giving it a shot. Um, but, but I'm just saying, I've learned to make sure we get our photos done in October. That's right. Or early November before that beard starts looking a little rough because he does not usually want to shave it for the photos. So That's right. That's right. So hey, that's... listen. When you commit to no shave November, <laughs> uh... <laughs> come hell or high water, there's no, you know, there's no, uh, a, 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 you know, going back on the no shaves. So, all right. So there you go. Banter. No shave November. Facial hair. All all of the above included. So, our next category here is love languages. So. Uh, each week, we like to talk about um, our love languages mm-hmm. and what we did to honor and speak our spouse's love languages. So, uh, yeah, would you like to go? Would you like to go first here? Well, let's review the first. Oh, the, that's the right. love languages. First. That's right. So we have quality time, acts of service, physical touch, wait, gifts. <laughs> Which one did I not say? Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. <laughs> and so. I'm quality time and acts of service. Wow. Quality time, acts of service. I am gift giving and physical touch. So. I'll start. You start. So I'm going to tell you what Scott did for me this week. Oh, I'm going to tell you. No. Um, We were at a birthday party this week and it was with my side of the family. And our youngest had not napped all day. It was what? 5 p.m. Maybe 4 o'clock something. And she was just very clingy. She was very cranky, naturally. And everyone was having cake. And Scott came in and he was like, hey, can you... Or he said, why don't you go sit with your family and go eat some cake and I'll watch her. And just being able to like hand her off and feel not guilty about it. Just like, yeah, okay, I'll 
go sit and spend time with my family. Like that meant a lot. So that was giving, it was an act of service of taking her and then giving me quality time with my family. So, cause Sayla was just standing there screaming in the playpen and she's the best, isn't she? Or, or she was clinging to me. Okay. Listen, she's, she's a doll. She was just tired. It had been a long morning of upwards. So, um, but that meant a lot to me. Yeah. That's only, that's only the, well, you're welcome. (laughs) You're very welcome. I was going to make a joke about how that's only the 500th day in a row that she's been tired and, you know, no. like that. Right. She is a doll baby. She's a wonderful, beautiful little girl. And most of the time, phenomenal. It's just the sleeping. Well, the nap stuff she missed because of upward and whatever. So that's not really yeah. her fault. She, got her, she also got her father's, like, lung capacity. Oh, my. So she is a loud baby. She better be wow, a really baby. good singer and, you know, become famous and... Otherwise, she's out of the will. Uh, <laughs> she's out. Make up for all the, the screaming. That's right. She better... Sayla, if you're watching this later in your life, you better have made up for it. <laughs> um, so my love languages, quickly, are physical touch and gift giving. And Sarah, um, this week, met the physical need of physical touch, um... And that's all we'll say about that. <laughs> so, uh, she, <laughs> yes, we're I married. Was, that's right. That's right. So that love language was that box was checked <laughs> couple times. Couple times. <laughs> um, fantastic. So, our story from the vault, as you, as we mentioned last week, we're gonna we're gonna add a new category here that we think will bring a little livelihood oh, yeah. to the to the pod. Um, so story from the vault. So this is basically just a story from at some point in our relationship. Typically Mm -hmm. we talked a little bit about it being just stories about us, but like about anything related to like our lives, either combined or separately. And we decided we definitely wanted to be like a story about the two of us. Mm -hmm. Um, after all, this is banter and bliss. Oh yeah. Right. Like, come on. So, um, so we have a, there's a park near my parents' house, um, called Shore Park. (laughs) We can barely remember the real name of it. We can barely remember the real name of it. the name of it due to this story. It used to be, I believe it used to be owned by... The nature? um, I thought it was the farmers, like the farm that that was right there. Um, I'm not 100% positive. It it may have never belonged to them. But we always thought that it was just part of the the farm, you know, the farmer's land or whatever. Um, So... Probably around 2012, probably around the time no. we got married, right? No, it was, it was 2013. It was May of 2013. No, 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 sorry. When they started building that park out. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so it became a park sometime around 2010 no to 2012 or whatever. Anyways, doesn't matter. Anyways, yeah, who cares? Because, you know, the story <laughs> picks up. I'm like, why are we going into in detail? 20, I'm just trying to lay the foundation here. <laughs> the story goes in, you know, it, it, it kind of picks up in 2013 when we were dating. Yes. So you remember it better than I do. I just remember some of the punchline related information okay. <laughs> here, but I'll let you kind of set the table. Okay. So our church is just down the road. So after church, it was a Wednesday night. Um, it was springtime and <laughs> all the bugs in the springtime start coming out. They're like insane. The mosquitoes start getting crazy and the ticks start going crazy. It is tick season. And yeah, I think live... maybe it had just rained. I'm not sure. Anyway, we were like, let's go for a walk at Shore Park. Yeah, and... we live in the Midwest. So, like, 
you know, the weather's a little crazy. It's my hair. <laughs> I just check my hair. Your hair's a little Ooh, crazy. Yeah, right um, so anyways, like. You fixed it. We, we also, my, you know, the park is, is near like a nature preserve. Yes. So, yeah, so there's a lot of wildlife in this park, right? And they hadn't built the full park out no, yet. No, it was just a gravel path. So. Yeah, through kind of like a little Woods. wetland, woodland yes. area. Yeah, so. So we. It was it was dark, I think, and we went for, or it started getting dark. I think it was like dusk. I think it was getting dark. Getting yeah. dark, and then it got dark, and so we're walking. We were engaged at this point, or about to be engaged, and we just walked, I don't know, maybe for 45 minutes, and then came back to the car, and then drove around the corner where his parents live, and where he, well, I guess where he lived at the time, and started realizing that we were covered and ticks like they were just climbing all over us <laughs> I, I don't know how we were we had just walked we didn't sit we didn't stand we just stayed on the path and just held hands and walked through the nature preserve and then came back to his parents house yeah right and they were crawling all over us all over the car well it wasn't like it wasn't like you know it wasn't a swarm, but they were just like we were like. They what were are we? probably like fifteen or twenty, right? Yeah, oh, like no, there were so many more. Like were there? Okay, I'm starting. I'm starting to feel. As you say, like, my skin is starting to like crawl. I had on leggings, I remember, and they were so they're black, and so I'm like, oh man, it was messed up. So we got to your parents' house, and your mom is like trying to help us get them off. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, and days later, I was finding them in my car. I'd be driving, and then I'd look up and realize there was, like, one on my visor Well, at one and point, stuff. we were talking, I think it was this night, like, the same night. And it might have even been when we started to realize what was going on. You were, we were in your car, right? Yeah. Yeah, and you're, I'm sitting next to you in the passenger seat, and there's a tick just climbing up the window. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Like, up the side of the window, and I was like, is that a tick? <laughs> And sure enough, it was like, oh my gosh, they're everywhere, right? They were like on our arms, on our legs, crawling up toward our hair. And once they get in my dark hair, it's impossible to find them. It it was terrifying. So we end up naming that park Tick Park. And to this day, uh, 11 years later, we still call it Tick Park. And doesn't your family call it Tick Park? Oh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure sure your mom will be like, oh yeah, over at Tick Park. I'm almost positive she calls it Tick Park. And It's kind of a... Yeah, just like a family joke. We call it Tick Park. Because um, it is crawling with ticks. Do not go there in the spring. It doesn't matter if you're just walking. <laughs> Apparently, just walking through the path. Yeah, right. I like can't a... even... Like, oh, it's making my hands <laughs> If you're watching the videos, we're like scratching ourselves. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah, it was It was pretty gross. But Memorable. Yeah, that was a little little tick trip park. down memory lane. Trip down Tick Park lane <laughs> Brad there. Brad Paisley has a song about that. That's right. That's right. So yeah, that's a uh, yeah. We call that park Tick Park now, um, and that that happened uh, when we were dating. So little story from the vault for you. All right. So uh, as we mentioned, you know, each episode we like to leave you with with just a, a marriage tip. Um, now they're not all going to be super inspiring. They're not all going to be super unique. Um, in fact, I think Sarah's talked about this specific one in her um, social media quite a bit. Uh, we're pretty like upfront about it, I guess. Um, but our, our marriage tip this week is, um, to go on an anniversary trip, even if it's just like an overnight. Um, this is something that I think we learned from our head pastor, Mm -hmm. um, just to prioritize and and maybe it's not an anniversary trip, but maybe it's just a time of year that you plan every year to, to just get away together, uh, for, for a little bit of an overnight. Um, so why, why are those? Why are those overnight trips to you so special? And then I'll share why they're why they're special to me. 
Besides the fact that I'm not getting woken up by a toddler 14 Besides times. Besides that, yeah. Why else? <laughs> you just get to spend one-on-one time that's focused, uninterrupted. I, I don't know. They're just special. It's like having another honeymoon. I don't know. You Once your honeymoon's over, you're kind of like, oh, I don't get to do this again. But you actually do if you just plan to do them. Yeah. So... I, they're just very special connection times. We get to have conversations that are really, really um, deep. And, yeah, important. Yeah. And again, uninterrupted. <laughs> when you have kids, it, you really, really, what's the word? Find so much. Man, I'm, I'm not braining. <laughs> I can't brain right now. It's just so important to have those times where you can actually focus on each other and have conversations that are not being interrupted or having to you know push pause and take care of them later i think there's a lot of fun you can have on those trips it's a lot of physical connection again not interrupted and even if you don't have kids yet it's taking you out of your normal routine and going somewhere with your spouse to just celebrate each other and your love for each other but i don't know why is it special for you Yeah, so as we've mentioned on the podcast before, um, raising a family is uh, something that I always wanted to do. It's something that Sarah always wanted to do, and it is, um, I would say, the best part of me is is the the family that I have and the wife that I'm married to, Um, and obviously my faith in in Jesus Christ. So I love our children. I, I love them to death. And they are fun and exciting and a blast and hilarious and... Uh, God love them, very annoying sometimes, uh, and, and just very needy, right? And so the the reason I love those trips is because we get caught up having about 90% of our conversations being about the children, about problems with the children, about things that the children need, about things that you know took place that day with the children. Mm-hmm. Most of our conversations are about them, mm-hmm. and that's great. They're going to grow up and move out of our house one day, and you're going to be stuck with the lug, the big lug. <laughs> and I, it's when we go on those trips, it's comforting to know. We've said it many times on this podcast. It's comforting to know that not only do I love you, but I like you. Same. I like spending time with you. I like having conversations with you. We can stay up late doing things that we like to do. We mm-hmm. can watch movies that we want to watch. We can eat junk food that we mm-hmm. want to eat. Uh, we can make fun of each other and goof around. We can sleep in. Sleep in and, <laughs> and listen to audiobooks that we want to listen to. You know, yes, like we've, yes. we've done all these different things on our trips mm-hmm. and we've gone to great places. We've gone mm-hmm. to Colorado. We've gone to Arizona. Um, you know, we went up north uh, to kind of like the. Like we went to Holland. Michigan. We went to kind of like middle northern Ohio, stayed in that treehouse. Mm-hmm. Um, like we've done some really fun things. Georgia. Just yeah. the two of us. Yeah, we went mm-hmm. to Georgia. Um so we've been able to spend so much like special time. It's like I I joke every time we go somewhere, I'm always like we're going to move here one day. <laughs> but what I'm realizing is that like just being in a in a different place when it's just me and the person that I love most in this world just kind of doing whatever we want to do, it it's just important. Like it's just mm-hmm. an important time to be together and to spend together and it and it just reframes our relationship. Yeah. And I think the reason I love it so much and why I think it's such an important marriage tip to share um is because that that exclusive that exclusivity with your spouse it it reignites intimacy and reignites um 
compassion and and um, just feelings of like I don't know, like like similar feelings to how we had when we were first dating, right? Mm-hmm. Like you just you just have a, a different um, you have different conversations and, and the time is just spent so much differently together. Um, and so being able to kind of like step away for a couple of days and do that, it's so important to us that when it's threatened, like in COVID, mm-hmm. like in 2020, yep. it, it hurt. Like oh, it yeah. hurt not to be able to go do that, not Our, to be able to go spend <laughs> spend that time together. Um, Our anniversary is in early April, so that we right. all know what was Literally. going on in April of 2020. <laughs> That's right. That's was, right. That was honestly everything shutting down was not fun, but the worst part of COVID, I would say, was missing our anniversary yeah, trip because yeah. I always look so forward to that. Yeah, and and we're pretty unapologetic mm-hmm. about um, about loving our spouse more than we love our children. Mm-hmm. So we can unpack that on a different episode, but <laughs> that time we're selfish about it. We're selfish about going away. We're selfish about spending that special time together. We're selfish about our date nights. Like we're selfish about that stuff. <laughs> Unapologetically. Yep. No, nope, you guys care. don't get to come with us. I don't care if, if you're offended by that. You're not going with us on a Tuesday. Like that's just <laughs> all there is to it, right? Um, and it's because if we don't, you know, I've said it before as I've officiated weddings, if we don't run our marriage differently than we run every other relationship in our lives, then it won't be special. Mm-hmm. It won't be different than the other relationships. And so your marriage is, as I mentioned before, it's the only relationship of love in your life that you actively select. I'm choosing you and I'm committing to you and you're the person that I'm going to be with, that I'm committing to, that I want to spend time with. And if you're not selfish about that, mm-hmm. um, get selfish about it. You know, like if you're not selfish about your your time with just your spouse, then then try to be, um, because you're never going to regret spending that time with your spouse. I don't think yeah, and trying to understand your spouse it. better and yeah, right, and and um, trying to be more intentional about speaking their love language and going on trips with them and and doing things that are like, hey, kids. You're not invited. <laughs> you cannot be included. Can we come with you? Nope. I love you, and I'll pay for your college. But no, you may not come on our anniversary trip. We usually try to do an anniversary trip that's you know however many days, and then about six months later, sometimes it's more than that. Um, we try to do just an overnight. A lot of times, it's my parents coming at eight p.m. after we've already put the kids to bed and just going to a hotel, yep. and then we come back before lunch the next day and just go downtown. We like Lytle Park. Yep. That's one of our favorite ones. Um, and that that also kind of, I don't know, reignites things. Yeah. Just to be able to stay up late, sleep in, spend that time with each other, um, and yeah. obviously physical stuff too. I mean, yeah. we're not going to shy away from that topic either. Yeah. But Yeah, it's important. It's important. And again, one of the reasons why we think that's an important topic, which again, we can unpack on a different episode, is... Um, your spouse is designed to be your only, the only person in, in your life that you share that level of intimacy with. And so being able to kind of step aside from the normal, the normality, have the conversations you want to have, have the whatever else you want to have, um, <laughs> kind of in just a, a quiet, private setting is, is just an important factor. It's uh-huh. an important thing to do. So that's our marriage tip. Step aside. Have a, have a dedicated time every year where you and your spouse step aside and spend special time, multiple days together, or at least an overnight together, mm-hmm. um, just to kind of reset. 
yeah. and 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 be intentional about alone time and prioritizing each other. So that's the pod. No, it's not. No, we, f- we forgot one thing that we hinted at last week. Oh. Yes, we never want to leave anybody disappointed, so we're going to save it to the very end. Animals and bugs. So this is more just a topic of discussion than anything else, but um, the conversation around animal and bugs, we asked you who you thought spent more time with wildlife, like like wild life. Not like domesticated animals, wild life. So who do you believe that is? Who did you think that was that that did those things? It's me. <laughs> Hi, I'm the problem. What? It's me. That's right. Okay, listen. I was homeschooled my whole life until college and grew up with six other siblings. Right. So we had to keep ourselves entertained. And we didn't watch much TV for a while. I think for, for a good six or seven years, we didn't even have a TV. Yeah. So we just caught animals all the time. I've caught squirrels. I've caught raccoons. I have caught. I caught a raccoon when I was pregnant with Ford. Do you remember that? I you do came home that. and you're like, "What is this?" <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> I was like, I was like, like, <laughs> oh, we get a cat. <laughs> like, whoa, that's the meanest cat I've ever seen. <laughs> hey, listen, it was getting into our actual cat's food, and no, I was I like, know. "Absolutely not." Did you see that video of that raccoon running with the cat food? Oh, yes. No, I think I was about eight months pregnant when I caught that raccoon. I don't have any idea how you did that. Like, seriously, like. <laughs> She's like, I caught a raccoon. I was like, oh, hey, what? <laughs> caught, a ra- caught a raccoon? What are you? Sorry. Back up. <laughs> like standing there massively pregnant. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, how was your day? Oh, it was good. You know, I did this, did that. Caught a raccoon. Cleaned the get, you know, garage. It's like, oh, cool. Huh? <laughs> like, caught a raccoon. I, again, like, I don't know how you did it. I don't know I don't... how she caught the raccoon. You put the, I think you put the cage at the front of their little cat house and then somehow, like, scared it into the cage. And Probably. But again, like, what? <laughs> I, so she left the, the sad part is that raccoon, sadly, may he rest in peace, did not make it. Um, I, well, we didn't kill it. Something else. But Sarah did. and her siblings would, like, grab snakes by the tail and launch them into the air, catch... Yeah. Catch birds in the backyard. Oh, yes. I caught so many birds. We had this laundry basket set up. We were the, I was teaching Flynn about this, and she really wants to try it. But we would take a laundry basket and a stick, and we would tie a string around the stick and lead it all the way into the house. And when a bird went under the... Well, we would put a little bit of bird food or whatever down there, bird seed. And whenever a bird would go under the laundry basket to eat the food, we'd yank the stick out, and it would catch the bird. I don't even know how many birds we caught. It's a ridiculous amount. And then I bring them into the house. You guys have heard of the bird epidemic of Cincinnati in 1998, right? I would catch them and bring them in the house, and every so often they'd get away and start flying in circles. And I Sounds like a paradise to grow (laughs) (laughs) You can ask my older brother, who's 17 months older than I am. He hated birds, and I knew that. And there were a couple times I might have just kind of let them loose in the house and... He was not happy with me. They're pooping on stuff. It's great. Yeah, but So... But the joke's on me because now we have an old house and birds somehow keep getting into our attic. So I'll go to move a container of stuff and then I'll be like, (gasps) 
And there's just like a dead bird there up in the attic. So Yeah, this is this is payback. I know. They heard about what you did <laughs> back when you were a kid and they're all coming for you. Yeah, we caught so. all all kinds of critters. So yeah. it's yeah. and actually there was one bird that I my, my brother saved because a crow attacked it, and then I took care of it, nursed it back to health. It would sit on my finger while I was doing my school. <laughs> so homeschool. <laughs> and they all got the and swine then, flu. <laughs> the swine the, the bird swine. flu. The bird flu. <laughs> the swine flu. So close. Yes. The bird flu is what I meant to say there. Anyways, then I let it go and, and promptly got hit by a car. So Wow. I know. It so was, maybe you didn't do it a favor then. Well, it went flying away. That is then, literally like <laughs> A cartoon episode, like you know, I was like, like the irony. I didn't know if it was a boy or girl, so I named it Sandy because I was like, it was a neutral name and it was kind of a sandy color. And then it like literally flew away and just got hit by a car. <laughs> I'm not joking. No, I believe you. I just think. I spent like I didn't even know how long getting it. I mean, it was ripped open and stuff, like bleeding when it, when we got it. And I like Sarah had this bird for four years. <laughs> no, I did not. See you, Sandy. It was like a feathers. Yeah, oh, well, that's, that's pretty tough. <laughs> Would you rather be that bird or the bird that Randy Johnson? You know. Oh my gosh! Yes. Wow. Anyway, all right. So. We're starting to you know dissolve here into nothingness. Um, but that's, you know, Sarah spent a lot more time around wildlife, you know, ultimately than I did. Um, like a real life Disney princess, you know? In many ah, ways, yes. Ah. In many ways. <laughs> and then the birds That's not them. a Disney prison. That, pr- pr- oh. That's enchanted. Ouch. Oh, I thought you were doing the Shrek thing. Oh. Oh. No. That, yeah, that's, no. Oh, okay. That's not, My no. bad. That's, not even that's the same. Arts. Not even the same song. That's 0 for 2. <laughs> Swine flu, no song bad song i mean all right that that time that is actually the pod is the end of the podcast we're not going to tease next week because we didn't think of anything to say we did but we'll save it for later oh we did anyways thank you so much for listening this has been banter and bliss the podcast where we try to take marriage seriously but not too much i'm scott i'm sarah and we are the suitors and we are married yes we are all right see you guys next time Subscribe to our stuff. (laughs) 